I V M. Welcome to yet another episode of IVM Likes. I am Madhuri Advani. You would have heard me earlier on IVM Likes. Today in the studio we have Darius. Hello. And Abbas. Hi. And of course me. Yes. And Abhinit is not going to be on the show, but he's around. Yes. He's just going to be there, staring at us. Just uh, creepily walking in around while we record this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the first half, as usual, we are going to go through our recommendations, and in the second half, we are going to discuss Grief Watch. Now, what is Grief Watch? It is stuff that you watch which makes you sad, and you still like to watch it. Yeah. Hmm. And we're discussing this because some of us or most of us saw Chernobyl. Yeah. The yes. TV show, which is about a very sad incident, but we—it's—it's it's the highest-rated show on IMDb. Yes. Right it is nine point six. Yeah. Also, the creator of Chernobyl tweeted to us, guys. Uh, <laughs> go yeah. check out. Uh, Craig Mazin actually replied back to another one of our show hosts, uh, Janice and Anirudh, yeah. on Mr. and Mrs. Binge Watch. So once you're done, done listening to this, go listen to their take on uh, Chernobyl. Yeah. But in the second half, we'll not just talk about Chernobyl, but such Wait, stuff in general. Shows. Yeah, which is. Which Hard will make to watch. the episode of grief, grief. Listen. Yes. Yeah, so grief <laughs> yeah. listen. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. so we begin with that. Sure. Let's begin we, with you, Abbas. What do you have to recommend? Uh I am recommending a Kannada uh, film. Oh. It's called Kavaludari. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, which means crossroads. Okay. Uh it's a murder mystery. It's mm-hmm. uh, if you if you're someone who likes uh, reading detective novels or watching mystery films, you'll really like it. Uh, the film came out last year, so essentially it's about a. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'll try not to give much away because it's a suspense film, but it's about a case that spans over thirty years. Okay. So right in the beginning of the film, we are shown a murder. Mm-hmm. and then uh, which which happens in the early 80s and then we flash forward to current times okay, okay. the film is set in bangalore mm-hmm. um a body is found uh, while digging up a work f- uh, there is metro work happening mm-hmm. and while digging the workers find uh, three skulls mm-hmm. uh, okay. and the the protagonist of the film is actually a traffic cop who wants to be on the main police force he wants to be a detective and inter uh, what are those called uh, inter not interrogators but uh, detectives basically yeah. people who who do cases okay so he's waiting for a promotion but he's not getting it mm-hmm. uh, and this case just happens to fall in his lap because he's a traffic cop and the bodies are found while uh, digging up the road 30 years later 30 years later oh. uh, so he goes on researching and uh, uh, you know as a detective he goes on the trail of who these people are what are these and then he eventually finds out that the case actually dates back to 30 years ago okay. and then he goes to find the detective who was uh, in charge of this case back then mm-hmm. and he okay. finds that this old this this cop who is now an ex cop has actually become a drunk and he's just living his life without any purpose so he tries mm-hmm. to get him back onto the case and then the rest of the film is basically the both of them uh det- uh you know investigating the case and 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 reaching there um it's a very offbeat uh indian film like there mm-hmm. there are i think there's just one song there's no there's no song and dance in the film the okay. mood of the film is very noir uh suspense uh, uh kind of a film uh so check it out it's called i mean and, and the whole presentation of the film is very very unique and very nice okay. like it, it keeps you uh, it keeps you on the edge of your seat till the very end 
So and uh, yeah, it, like I was reminded of reading like a detective novel while watching the film. So it's a oh. very unique take. Uh, I, I think in India we don't make enough suspense films, yeah. mystery films. So this was really a welcome change. So and uh, you watched it in Kannad where? Like I watched it on Amazon Prime, so it's available mm-hmm. with English subtitles. Okay. So and the subtitles are done pretty well. So mm-hmm. check it out. It's called Kavaludari. Uh, and actually the director of this film was actually on Thale Harte he was actually that's interviewed that's what i was yeah. going to tell you that <laughs> thale harte has also done one episode where they discuss films so yeah. any idea that this would have been no, covered the, the director of this film was on but obviously yeah. that podcast is in kannada and i don't okay, no. understand kannada so i haven't heard that one mm-hmm. but if you're someone who does understand kannada you can listen to that episode as well we'll link it in the description now that you talked about kannada i also wanted to ask you what do you think about these films regional films do you right. think their content really stands apart or stands out right compared uh, to other films so i've lived Mainstream. in bangalore for mm. 6 years of my life so mm. when you down south the general impression i got is that tamil and malayalam films are slightly better in quality and content than oh. the kannada and telugu films mm-hmm. um uh, the kannada films at least the ones that i again i didn't watch every kannada film that came out but i had friends uh, in bangalore who were localites okay. so most of the films uh, were like love stories or either remakes of other uh, tamil or malayalam films okay. they sort of tread a formula and uh, you know that but but there are that there is a change happening more young filmmakers are coming up and they are making more like kavludari is a good example of that okay. they are they are changing away from the from the regular formula films and experimenting with a lot mm-hmm. so yeah but okay. but yeah tamil films and malayalam films even if you see a lot of Malayalam and Tamil films have won national awards, mm-hmm. and surprisingly, a lot of these are available on places mm-hmm. like Hotstar and Prime Video. Yeah. So I always make it a point to at least watch a few regional films mm-hmm. because they're they are available now and they're subtitled, mm-hmm. so now you can actually they are accessible and you can watch them. Yeah. I always so, yeah. look out for regional films. Have you seen Fandry? I have seen Fandry. Yes. Yeah. So you know, it really stands out in the sense the way they talk about the same issue, like they're yeah. talking about caste politics, yeah. and but their take would be very different. Very different. Yes. And now because of these platforms, I think there's a different market for regional films yeah. altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Considering that Gujarati films people are going crazy for Gujarati films, right. and there's a lot of content coming up. Right. Like they used to be very comedy and very sexist yeah. earlier, yeah, 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 but yeah, now yeah. their content has mm. really expanded, and I love watching some yeah. Gujarati films. Yeah, I think it's a great yeah. uh, regional regional content. It's so accessible mm. now because yeah. it's available on on these platforms. Yes, and this happens to be a good example of that. So I think you should check it out. Okay, sure. Cool. What about you, Darius? What do you have to me? Recommend? I have a music album that I would like to recommend. It's by Tyler the Creator. Okay. Recently, he dropped an album. I think it was last month. Mm-hmm. It's called Igor. Okay. okay. It's pretty popular. Like I'm pretty sure people have listened to it. Um, it's about him it's basically the whole album is a melange of r&b uh hip hop and funk all mm-hmm. put together okay. and it has oh. these very distinctive beats of old jazzy music right. and he's mm-hmm. kind of incorporated that with modern music and uh, each song transitions to an uh, to the next song which mm-hmm. is really hard to s- find in albums these days right mm-hmm. people usually just make a dedicated mm-hmm. single yeah. song yeah and uh, I started listening to Tyler from his first album. Mm. Uh not his first album but uh it's called Wolf. Okay. I think it dropped in 2015. That's when I started to um uh, like his music. After that he um dropped uh Flower Boy. Mm. And Flower Boy was this kind of transition that we that I saw in Tyler where where his music was evolving. Mm-hmm. Like what I like about artists is that they keep the they keep their distinctive style but they they 
twisted up a bit and you could see that evolution in their music like childish gambino from where he's taken mm. right. from where he sounds to where he sounds right now right. and uh, i really appreciate tyler's new album for his distinctive taste and how he's actually evolved as an artist right. so i'm pretty sure many people have already listened to the album but for today i'm recommending igor so do check out igor hasn't tyler the creator been in a feud with dj khalid i don't know about that okay so i i think i read somewhere that they both were having like a he's he's, feud. <laughs> he's okay. just the slowly if you see there are like montages on youtube about uh 5 minutes of tyler cured my depression so he's oh, just okay. this crazy wacko dude right. just who so who so unfiltered mm. and he just does this like whatever's on his mind just goes out of his mouth and okay. people okay. find that very entertaining got it mm. yeah why do you call it modern music though because you add i don't know i like this kind of genre where they have uh, old music and they mix it up with uh, synthesizers yeah and so that's kind of yeah kanye west that did this a lot he would take yeah. samples of old r&b music from the 60s and 70s mm. and add beats over them to rap it's it's a big thing in hip hop i think yeah. it's uh, it's reclaiming the culture that uh, black mm. culture black music Oh. that you had to to kind of yeah. uh, bring that back and sort of mm. you know make it modern like his song gold digger mm. the chorus of that song is actually a sped up version of a ray charles song from the 50s mm-hmm. oh, okay. so now people know that song because it was a they they know that thing as a kanye west song but mm. then there will be people who will check out the original ray charles song oh, or yeah. album just because of that song by Kanye West. Do you find yeah. it's parallel in Indian versions like the remixes they made? Not are... really. I mean, uh I'm I'm trying to think of an Indian song which has done that. What in Bollywood is doing is they are pretty much remixing the old songs without yeah. any like they'll put a rap verse in between. But uh but the hip hop producers they there, there are a lot of indie hip hop producers which which do that like for example it's not a hip hop album but there's a band called Scribe okay. which came out with an album called Hail Mogambo a couple of years ago oh. and they actually used uh dialogues and samples from the film Mr India in their album right okay. so stuff that was used like background score and stuff they would mm-hmm. layer it with guitars and drums to okay. build a song on it So that is a good example but main mainstream bollywood is is not really doing what these guys are doing like they are what is that <laughs> mainstream bollywood isn't exactly doing they're just they're being you know being very frankly they are lazy they take take the old song modernize it and just release it and that's it yeah. but uh, hip hop producers are actually taking very uh, smallest of uh, samples in fact if you go to youtube and you just type in kanye west samples mm-hmm. you will find people have actually broken down he's taken a string section from one song and a piano part from another song oh. yeah. and added his own beats to it so yeah wow that sounds amazing yeah okay. what about you madhuri so moving on to my <laughs> yeah. recommendation i have a movie to recommend it's called uanita it starts with j the j is silent there right so i i would read it as juanita only right. when the character tells her name to the camera she faces yeah. the camera and she's telling you the story yeah. and she says i'm juanita yeah it's like jose yeah. <laughs> jose coaco <laughs> is this a mexican movie yeah. what is this a mexican movie no it's based on afro american who lives in america and uh, she's a single mother right. uh, kids have grown up right. two of them are thugs and she has a take on this thug life like it isn't their fault that they are thugs but she's critiquing the whole system in her own ways but she's tired of taking care of these kids so she goes on a journey she goes on a trip now uh, imagine a counterpart where a youngster is going on a trip and right. wants to find herself or himself mm-hmm. on this journey of self discovery it would be very different the kind of people we would meet 
the places we would choose to go to and it would be very party kind of thing you know mm-hmm. i am on this journey but with this woman who's above 60 it's a very mm-hmm. different thing she just points at some place in the map and it's called a butte but she tells the person i want to go to but she reads it as but <laughs> and the person says i think that's butte and that's how, that's how she lends into countryside and it's very simple it's very nuanced it's all about conversations she's having with people around okay. and they're all healing each other when they're talking to each other because they haven't had that space mm-hmm. to tell what is in their heart or to heal through these years mm-hmm. the toll it has taken on them okay it's a very beautiful tale and it's shot in a very different way she's looking into the camera and she's talking to you like right. suddenly the camera pauses and you uh-huh. realize oh she's talking to me Breaking then you go the back to her yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool mm-hmm. so i really loved the way it's and there's no ending or something like it gives you a proper ending ki abse uska life badal gaya nothing right. like that mm-hmm. maybe is the things that we would have i need some break i go somewhere and maybe i'll come back to my same old life right. in a different way though uh-huh. okay do you think it's a very easy going kind of watching like you watch this movie mm, easy going yeah yeah definitely there are some parts that will make you sad the grief force that we'll talk about later but then the way it ends it ends on a very hopeful note okay okay well Okay so with that we wrap up our round of recommendations uh Darius what did you recommend So I recommended Tyler the creator's new album Ego Okay Abbas I recommended the film Kavaludari on Amazon Prime I recommended a film Vanita which is there on Netflix We'll take a break and on the other side we'll discuss Grief Watch Hello guys welcome back Let's begin with grief watch. Yeah. <laughs> Straight into it. Straight uh, so, into it. Madhuri, yeah. have you seen the show Chernobyl? I have reached uh, till three and a half episode. Like, okay. I was too tired and slept off, but you I slept off. Okay. Slept off in the sense, like uh, at the same time, I was reading about things that are happening in Sudan. Ah, and then right. the uh, episodes itself were very right. Then, then uh, yeah. you were. you were reading grief in real time reading, like yeah. so, yeah, so that's how yeah. in 2019 yeah there was too much and then me and my friend we started discussing capital market and how right. we are working like machines so mm-hmm. it was all very sad we had to shut that show down that's true. that i cannot watch the ending of this right now you've completed the show i have completed the show uh, watched chernobyl pretty much so why do you th- so even i have and so far what you've seen uh, madhuri yeah. what has been your takeaway like have you have you dare i say enjoyed the show in I don't know if anyone can enjoy that but I'm right. really scared like the first day that I watched first episode I came and I told Darius mm-hmm. there's so many plants around us not right. nuclear power plants Dude, yeah. this but is, this so is many much since I've seen the show any chimney I see yes. giving out smoke I'm like this is it who <laughs> <laughs> has screwed <laughs> yeah I'm really scared even the smoke coming out of vehicles right. and all exactly. I'm taking note of every little thing <laughs> I see around me like I was just also like it does everything that emits radiation like right. your phones Phone, microwave oven yes. micro like yeah. now yes. nowadays when I'm like making my food warm. I'm just standing like ten <laughs> feet away, and then I'm going and I'm like picking up my food right. just to be cautious. Yeah, right. I don't turn into a mutant. Or <laughs> hmm. uh, but, so yeah, go ahead. But when you say grief, what you're right. right. I know what this is leading to, and still mm. I don't want to stop. Right. Maybe also because it tells me how it happened, but there is more to mm. it. It's not only that. Uh, so I, I mean, talking of grief, what I also saw this. Uh, Amazing mini series on Netflix right after Chernobyl, which is called uh, When They See Us. It's directed by mm-hmm. this African American woman called Eva DuVernay. So, in a mm-hmm. nutshell, that film is about this case called the Central Park Five. So, in 1989, five black kids, and when I say kids, mm-hmm. I mean like kids from 14 to 16 years of age, yeah. they were actually arrested for the alleged rape and uh, assault of a w- white woman in mm-hmm. New York. 
and they were wrongfully taken they were actually coerced into admitting the fact that they did it oh. uh, they were picked up just because they were black and they happened to be from a certain neighborhood and the mm-hmm. they fit the stereotype of uh, people who would rape and assault a woman okay. um they were made to forcefully sign confessions and and the the show it's it's a so so this is the thing i've 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 wondered if i should recommend this show to people mm-hmm. i don't know if i can because i would definitely say watch it but it's not mm-hmm. for everyone because again it's a difficult watch it's yeah. essentially showing you how cops and the uh, authorities and the judiciary system basically screws the african americans over there because they don't have resources they don't have money they yeah. have they can't post bail uh, they'll get wrongfully convicted because again the jury the mm-hmm. jury system in america uh, they they are made to think that he see this is he fits the stereotype of this young wild mm-hmm. black uh, yeah. youth yeah. so he deserves to be in jail mm-hmm. and the same director has made another film called 13th which is also on netflix which is okay. about how 75% of all prisoners in america are black yeah. so she's trying to make the point that it's actually slavery but in a, in a different way yeah. so these are the kind of things that make you uncomfortable hmm. uh but again with when they see us i couldn't stop watching it i'm like hmm. i i want at least in chernobyl the creator or the writers have made it made it like a sort of a mystery because they start yeah. off with the chernobyl reactor yeah. mm-hmm. blowing up yeah. and then they reveal why it blew up in the end in so the, you want yeah, to know yeah. how it happened and you you stick with it yeah. when they see us is literally like telling showing you how these kids for 14 years went mm. through hell and that hell didn't stop even when they came out of the jail yeah uh, mm-hmm. so i don't i don't know it's it's some weird sort of i don't know how to say it. is it because you want to see what would be the worst case scenario if this happened, happened to me, to me. Yeah. Yeah. or is yeah. it like uh, mm-hmm. you know so what, what do you guys think of, about it uh, i don't watch a lot of <laughs> grief watch <laughs> i don't grief watch a right. lot like the uh, especially movies the only recent grief watch i would say that uh, got me like you know got my stomach all cramped mm-hmm. up was uh john stewart's uh, speech on the right. first uh, first responders right, for the 9/11 right, right. that that thing um the way he actually uh, conveyed the message in such a uh, very gentleman like he was right. in a very appropriate manner and just the emotion that he poured out for these people who gave their lives for something that was very tragic at that point and right. the fact that the congress people didn't even half of the people yeah. didn't even show up to yeah. actually hear them and yeah. they tweeted at that time that they, they will never forget 9/11 mm. they will always you know praise these kind of people who have uh, worked in these forces and it, it was just these kind of small things actually these are my grief watches like right. mm. i wouldn't watch <laughs> so, an entire movie i, I, I think the way i see it so the i mean while you're talking I, there was also this recent documentary about the singer r kelly yes yeah uh, which is which is called surviving r kelly okay. again six part mini series and it i couldn't go beyond the th- third part because it's just woman after woman after woman yeah. telling how r kelly abused them right oh. and similarly there was a michael jackson documentary which has come out where the mm. two kids who alleged him of uh, molestation yeah. are again just recounting what they went through yeah. all right so i think what has changed is that I, and we were talking i was talking to abhinit about how titanic essentially mm-hmm. is 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 kind of a grief watch because the first mm-hmm. half you see these two young lovers but the second half is just people falling to their death yeah. right yeah. and there's no hero figure in in, yeah, in yeah. usually we like watching disaster movies because mm-hmm. they give you one hero figure yeah. and mm-hmm. as long as the hero figure and his family or his wife or his kids or his lover are fine 
you feel good you're like acha yeah. chalo our protagonist is safe while the world was getting destroyed yeah. mm-hmm. but in titanic there is no hero figure yeah. the hero actually dies spoiler alert uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think all of these three watches are spoiler because none of the protagonists yeah. win <laughs> similarly r kelly michael jackson's documentary are documentaries mm-hmm. there's no uh, uh, you know euphoria moment at yeah. the end where they like mm-hmm. hey we won the case or something similarly mm-hmm. with uh, when they see us these kids actually went through hell and there was mm-hmm. no euphoria moment for them at the end yeah. so i think it's just it's just we as a generation today are like tell me how much shit hmm. the world can put also, us through <laughs> also i think uh, it has to do with this theory that aristotle talks about uh-huh. so when we were reading shakespearean text you actually have a genre which is defined as tragedy right so he questions that why do people come and watch tragedy right. they know this is a tragedy play uh-huh. so aristotle tells you it's because of catharsis okay. that i watch and something comes out the tears which flow out there's something which is being confessed which is there but i haven't uh said it enough that. experienced yeah. it you experience something so right. that catharsis is very important mm. but as you said sometimes that catharsis is related to someone's death right. but when you're ta- talking about rape victims rape uh, survivors uh. that is a different like i don't think i feel cathartic when i see that right. mm. the same with delhi crime mm. like after i watched it i had to take a break that mm. i'm not going to watch a stuff like this right. for a really right. long yeah. time yeah. and so i've been on a list of watching films like juanita which <laughs> exactly. makes me feel i'm on like a route you watch this kind of series and then you just google yeah. uh, cute puppies <laughs> just to make yourself <laughs> feel better yeah. yeah so even i watched the ali wong film always be my maybe after watching chernobyl and when this years yeah. mm. and i thought the film was hilarious and when i told my friends they're like it's not that funny and like maybe because i was watching it after such a like toll on yeah. my you yeah. know on my conscience that i just found the my really funny stuff really funny yeah, yeah. so yeah And oh, yeah. Yeah. also you know uh, tragedy when we were reading about this tragedy we found out that tragedy in term indian context is very different we never okay. had any tragedies written okay it would come the plot structure was such that everything will get resolved at the end right so a lot of our indian reading if you are reading mm. indian literature mm. and those text it was uh, Our mindset was right. like that. Yeah, I think uh, I mean in the Indian context, you you again you have that thing where you have to send the people home happy. Yeah. That if people are taking, but then I was talking. Uh, someone mentioned Tere Naam is mm-hmm. a is a grief watch because again second half you have you seen Tere Naam? No, I haven't. Darius hasn't seen. Oh, I have <laughs> seen it. Yeah. Oh my god. Where the yeah, second yeah. half you're just showing how the lover is going through the pain of losing yeah. the girl and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, also, again, like you mentioned Shakespeare, Romeo mm-hmm. and Juliet. The, yeah. the spoiler alert: the lovers <laughs> die at the end. <laughs> Same in Ramlila, they say. Ramlila, even Kayamat se Kayamat tak was yes, was a adaptation yes. of Romeo yes, and Juliet. Yes. Um, but again, I think these films, it's just that the end leaves you with a bit of a pinch. Yeah. I won't qualify them as grief watches. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit like uh, Schindler's List of or Twelve mm-hmm. Years a Slave, yeah. which yeah. is again just a very mm-hmm. uh, sort of retelling of what happened in reality. Like mm-hmm. World War Two, Jews were killed. Schindler's List, Twelve yeah. Years a Slave. African Americans were okay. treated horribly, and we're just going to show you that. I think also the fact it's visual, it's a dramatic effect to whatever right. emotion yeah. you're experiencing at yeah. that point. And it's so different than just reading it. Like exactly. if you're actually watching it, you're seeing how it, they kind of uh, reinvented whatever. happen on in this world yeah. as well yeah. and yeah and i think it also depends on who's telling you that history yeah. if it's afro american see a lot of examples that we gave are mm. mostly afro american people who who yeah. either have a either relate to it because their ancestors went through mm-hmm. or are going through it 
Yeah. Right now. So yeah. I was wondering if there is something like grief read. Like if I'm not those uh, typical love stories that I'll read and right. cry, but something in this context. And most of it is Afro-American literature. Right. Be it Beloved by Toni Morrison, mm-hmm. be it uh, Color Purple, mm-hmm. all those yeah. stuff. It really makes you cry. Those yeah. are the only books that have made me cry. Right. Wow. And <laughs> in, in, in Indian context, it would be someone like Mahashweta Devi. She's talking about tribal life. So again, you see the context, the historical context is very different. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there is that, that aspect yeah. where uh, a, a people go through oppression yeah. and then the, again it's the retelling of that I remember reading this book called The Husseini Alam House it was written mm-hmm. by this writer called Huma Kidwai mm-hmm. which is essentially the story of a house she just mm-hmm. describes how uh, this really Haveli type place uh, in Hyderabad uh, how it was when she was a kid mm-hmm. where it was always there were, there were always people around there was something or the other happening the family was really you know blossoming and then as the years go out and the elders died out and the mm-hmm. young people moved away to other countries and now mm-hmm. the house is just like a large empty house with no soul left in it right mm-hmm. it made me really cry because mm-hmm. again it's just a retelling of her her surroundings how yeah. one house signifies the mm-hmm. fall of mm-hmm. a family right yeah. so so yeah i mean the, those kind of retellings are also they they aim to make you mm-hmm. realize about the passing of time so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also uh-huh. what we began with offbeat movies mm-hmm. I think they have a very different approach to grief mm-hmm. unlike mainstream films that want you to have entertainment and right. have a good time so I remember have you seen waiting I don't there's no, Nasiruddin no, and no. uh, Kalki Kochlin yeah, yeah, yeah. so the uh, the narrative is very plain very simple both of them are just waiting in the hospital for their spouses to be all right someone mm-hmm. has met the accident mm-hmm. uh, Kalki's husband mm-hmm. And Nasiruddin's wife has been under, term, she's terminally ill. Mm-hmm. So both of them are just waiting on them. And the whole movie is how difficult it is to wait on someone. Right. Okay. And there's no hope that they'll be okay. If it was some typical movie, you know that they'll come out or, and there'll be right. family reconciliation. But nothing like that happens. Okay. Spoiler it's, alert. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's just that both of them, sometimes they're so frustrated. Yeah. They go out, they have a drink together and yeah. they come back to the same place. Right. So it's filled with grief. I, but but I would question you said it's not entertaining. Hmm. I would say Chernobyl is entertaining. It's it's I it's think, a little it's hmm. a little it's not it's serious and it's yeah. very heavy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, day, aren't we watching or continue to watch it because it's quote unquote entertaining? Yeah, like I think we yeah. had this conversation before where you told me that you watched the Chernobyl. Yeah. And uh, I was like, don't spoil it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, but it actually happened. Yeah. But we are treating it as like a TV series. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I told the same thing. Yeah. No, no, don't yeah. tell me. I've yeah. not seen the last episode, yeah. and I yeah. want to know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I think just... the, it, the cinematography in it is just uh, brilliant and sure. Yes, just... I mean, of course, it's very well made, but. So, so I'll try and make this wild comparison. So there's a reason why people watch reality shows, right? There's a reason why there's a huge uh, audience for Big Boss. Mm-hmm. And we as whatever connoisseurs of art and we, like, we look <laughs> down upon them like oh, they're watching this, you know, things go to shit just because uh-huh. it's so dramatized. Yeah. But I think these kind of shows, I don't know, maybe in some way they are also appealing to that part of our brain where you like show me how bad it can get. Yeah. That voyeuristic, yeah. all these all these shows yeah. about on Netflix, the serial killer documentaries yeah. of, um, you know, this person, this person killed these many women and 
there is that voyeuristic part of your brain where you're like yeah, yeah show me how bad it got show yeah. me show me how many he killed you know that's that gossip yeah. element of uh, oh then what happened also like, it's like know? a like a competition with yourself it's like how much can you take, take as well yeah, yeah. yeah. oh my yeah. god yeah. you just <laughs> broke a glass for me that i'm taking some entertainment in grief my god abbas i don't think i'm going to have peace tonight <laughs> as well no that's why i mean uh, what darrest spoke about let's see how much you can take there is an entire genre of horror called torture porn Ooh. which is the saw movies okay I, I, have you yeah, seen any I've of, seen them? All of them yeah. <laughs> yeah there's there's one called hannibal also yeah. have you seen hannibal well hannibal of course is like dramatically done but yeah it kind of falls yeah. into that very yeah. like uh, so the horror enthusiast is our producer abhinith who's very sad now that he is not on the just look like uh, i mean he set up for the whole horror <laughs> Uh, he yeah. has recommended a bunch of horror films in, on the show uh, previously but yeah those kind of movies are about let us sh- let us show like as uh, you know as yeah. uh, violent as you can go yeah. but i think those those the, in those cases i think then you sort of disassociate with the you just want to see it as a gimmick let's mm-hmm. see how much how many legs he can cut off or let me see how many people he can kill <laughs> there you're not empathizing with the person who's yeah. dying they're just a prop on screen for yeah. you to enjoy to see getting killed off whereas mm-hmm. in precisely in shows like chernobyl or schindler's list you are yeah. empathizing with the people who are dying mm-hmm. which is why they may, there may not be as much blood or as much gore mm-hmm. but just the the heaviness of the of mm. watching people pass. i think there's little uh, empathy there as well in this horror genre yeah if it is a shot in such way that they also show you the troubled mind sure yes mm-hmm. yeah so then yeah, there's true. Uh, yeah Heavy yes, episode, okay. guys. Yeah. Heavy episode. On, on like that, grief lesson. Yeah, on that note, we, we need to do like six episodes of really, really <laughs> cheerful we stuff. Just go and look at cute puppies right yeah. now. Yeah, we'll do that after this ends. Yeah. On that note, we wish you a very happy grief watch. <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So keep watching grief stuff and do write to us. Do tell us uh, what grief stuff you have watched and you would want us to discuss further. Yeah. We are all up for grief, guys. Yes. <laughs> Because it's entertainment. Group. When you listen to us, it's entertainment. <laughs> that is correct. You can write into us. You can reach out to us at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We are at IVM Podcasts everywhere. You can uh, follow us personally as well. My Twitter handle is at Abbas Moment. Madhuri, where can one find you? You can find me on Instagram at Mad Ad. That is. Uh, currently, you can't find me anywhere, so don't try even <laughs> looking out for me. That, that is, is grief. That, that is, is grief. That has <laughs> been through such grief after watching Chernobyl. Yes, watching I Chernobyl. Deactivated he deactivated everything. He's like, I'm not even going to activate social media. I want to know the story, <laughs> Darius, after the show. Yes, we will. Uh, so the only place you can actually get Darius is at the IVM office. Yeah. Uh, please uh, stalk him. Uh, <laughs> bring bring free food when you come. Uh, but yeah, that was our show. Please uh, tune in next week for another episode of IVM Likes, where we give you some more recommendations. and have a fun conversation till then bye bye see bye you bye guys